Hey, you ever needed something for your home but don't have the cash or credit to pay for it? You can do that at Aaron's. Yep, you can rent to own appliances like washers, dryers, or refrigerators, furniture for your living room or bedroom, even tech. Plus, Aaron's has great brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. Life's always changing. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. So check out your nearest Aaron's store or visit Aaron's.com to see what I'm talking about. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. You got to see your local store for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing an electrical blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. These things are sweet because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. Go to 4patriots.com slash meat eater to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash meat eater. I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now... They also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code MEATEATER at checkout. That's MEATEATER at tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Point your toes west and again, free trucker hat or ball cap with a minimum purchase of $100. Tacovas.com. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newharth, and today we're joined by Stephen Rinella, Giannis Patelis, Hayden Samick, Maggie Smith, Corinne Schneider, Hunter Spencer, and Dan Chumbler. If you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eater's four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. And there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. But there's a twist for this week's very special show. This is our Christmas episode of Meat Eater Trivia. Steve asked me what that means. Uh, What's that mean? I'm glad you asked. Well, on this week's show, all 10 questions from our four verticals are holiday-themed. And after our regular round of trivia, we're playing Christmas Family Feud. Now, Steve hated that game last year and even declared afterwards that we'd never do it again. But our audience loved it, so we're bringing it back for round two. I don't remember. What did I hate about it? Um, it seemed as though you didn't understand it. That made it less fun. And uh, I think you said afterwards, let's not do that again. His team must not have won. His team did win, we but did. they couldn't but I still didn't like they it. couldn't double their money in fast money. We'll see if you like it better this year. And then if uh, that doesn't oh, go no, well. Oh no, I know why I didn't like it. Uh-huh. Uh part of the reason I wouldn't like it is you stole Family Feud's idea. Oh yeah, why well, I didn't come up with trivia either? There's, there's no, one, no one, no one came up with trivia. It's like it'd be like coming up with watching the sunrise. Uh-huh. Be like, oh, I invented sun- <laughs> watching the sunrise. It's like you can't invent trivia, but you can invent Family Feud. The fun thing with Family Feud, though, is most folks already get it. It's like built in. They know how to play. You can play along at home. Uh, we're gonna try it again this year, and if you're still against it, we'll never do it again. 
Okay. Okay. Never say never, Spencer. <laughs> That's right. And here's what makes this Christmas episode extra special. We are going to potentially make our biggest donation in Meat Eater Trivia history. There will be a $500 donation for the winner of Trivia, a $500 donation for the winner of Family Feud, and potentially an extra $500 donation if the winning Family Feud team is successful at Fast Money. So we'll potentially have a $1,500 donation for conservation at the end of this show. That's oh, so already been approved by our accounting department. I'm not just, uh, I'm not yeah, just coming up with this right now. That's one of the right things we <laughs> appreciate that. That's right. That's right. Do you see what Steve just scribbled on the back of his board? <laughs> Suck it, Spencer. He's got a new line. It's uh, well, I, 2023. I was surprised that I found an empty board that I hadn't already, that I hadn't already written on. Hey, now, so <laughs> folks listening to this are going to get to listen to a regular trivia and a bonus family feud all this, at one time. This is a packed episode Woo. of trivia, all Christmas-themed. Oh, baby. Now, we have some housekeeping to get to before we play, and I have some good news and some bad news for Steve. In the spirit of Christmas, though, I'm only going to deliver the good news right now. We'll save the bad news for next week's episode because I don't want to ruin the holiday cheer. You good what, with that? Was it a correction that would have cost me a win? We're, we're going to talk about oh. that right now. You okay. ready? Yeah. Okay. Here's the good news. On episode 386 of Meat Eater Trivia, I showed the room a stone tool and said it shares its name with a Star Wars character. The answer I was looking for was Maul, but Steve said Hammerhead. Now, some do refer to these tools as hammerheads, but there isn't a Star Wars character with that name, or so I thought. Four listeners wrote in to say that in the 1977 Star Wars movie, Episode 4, A New Hope, viewers are briefly introduced to an alien species called Ithorians, but they aren't identified as Ithorians until later on in the series, so as a placeholder, Star Wars called them hammerheads on their merchandising. Some of the only that evidence, must be what I had. Some of the only evidence of this <laughs> is a 1977 Star Wars action figure that is labeled as a hammerhead on the package. I have it my, still in my mom's attic. You think so? I know so. Okay. So, to Steve's credit, his answer satisfies both parts of the question that Stone Tool can be referred to as a hammerhead, and there is a Star Wars character with that same name. Steve, you've been vindicated. But did I win How anyways? Feel? Well... Now, here's even better news for you. That episode ended in a tiebreaker between you and Giannis, which Giannis won. But since I'm retroactively giving you credit for a correct answer, then that would mean that you won the show outright and we didn't need to go to overtime. So, so you got to go get first. your 500 bucks back from that place? <laughs> Where did he give his money to? Um, I would guess... So I'm well, changing the board. I, I switch it up every time, so I'm I don't know. I'm changing the board. So in a meat eater trivia first, I'm, I'm changing the board, stripping Giannis of that oh, victory. Okay. Hold, hold, hold one second here. And listen, giving it no, no, to no, Steve. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're the host. Do whatever you want. I love you, Spencer. But listen, the, the hammerhead, It's a, first of all, it was a name, it was a species, not <laughs> a character. Not a character. It was uh, a species. It's not their canonized name. And the, the character's name is Noman Nadan or something like that. There's no, there's no character named Hammerhead. It was a Star Wars action figure they put out, and it I says it says Hammerhead right on it. This I, is egregious. I will I, not stand for this. I, I am going to allow it. I want to. Uh, but how are you going to get your money back? Well, that part will not happen. But we're we're all about. It's accuracy the end of the here. year, and uh, Spencer's is buttering up his boss a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think is what's going this on is, here. That's right. This is that's absolutely right. unfair. Here, Where do you keep these numbers? Uh, there are some under the board, and there's some in that bag. 
Uh, and we can, we can also address I it later. Spencer's not even done here. talking, I just and a, Steve is adjusting the winner's board. Yeah, that, that's the guy I have. Here it is, right on the packaging. <laughs> oh, yeah. It says Hammerhead. Yeah, so the only way you would know that is if you're old as shit. <laughs> because <laughs> prob- a couple of years after that, they were it was no longer called the Hammerhead. He probably had the metal lunch pail with the character on it uh-huh. as well. Yeah. Man. Phil, does that sound familiar to you? The the hammerhead. Well, I, brought, like I get... brought up on the, L- uh-huh. on the episode. Phil, you, you find a simple. You find a single case where Phil had my back on something. <laughs> I had your back on that episode because uh, I I referenced did. ET he did, actually. when Elliot does reference that character. He says this is Hammerhead, but that's not the character's name, and it's also not the species name. It was a confused merchandising department in the seventies. That's what that was. <laughs> so Steve gets his victory. Now that was good news for Steve. Bad news for Yanni. I'm sorry, Yanni. Can you do do me the favor though What's and up? go back and find out where he gave that money? Uh, we we can address that after the show, and uh, we're gonna call them up and say sorry. We well, have this I thing with gonna, Star gonna, Wars in 1977. You figure out you might be having the the <laughs> new hearth household might be lightening up on the Christmas. We're gonna make our own donation. Christmas presents because. Mm-hmm. You got. You just got. You're gonna get ding five hundred bucks on the old next paycheck, and it'll be a, a nice explanation of. Uh, now you see, there's this Star Wars question and this stone tool that's ten thousand years old. Yanni, no comment. No comment. <laughs> okay. I wonder how often that happens to me. I'll I'll bring it up. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll bring it up. Four listeners had your back, Steve, uh, and and all has been made. Right. And next week, we will get to the bad news. Didn't want to ruin the Christmas spirit. Am I going to need to go in and adjust that thing? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Now, the Shelby Index for this game is a 3.5, so our winner should get about 7 right. And with that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything. Question one, the topic is conservation, and as always, this will be multiple choice. What state grows the most Christmas trees? Is it Oregon, North Carolina, Wisconsin, or Utah? What state grows the most Christmas trees? Oregon, North Carolina, Wisconsin, or Utah? Quick answers from the room. Does everybody have one? Mm-hmm. Yanni's doing some extra writing. Well, my my pens aren't working. Okay, maybe it's that board. You ready? Yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Oregon, Dan saying Wisconsin, Hunter saying North Carolina, Hayden saying Wisconsin, Corinne saying North Carolina, Maggie saying Wisconsin, Giannis saying North Carolina. The correct answer is. Oregon. Ooh, off to a good start. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Damn it, I had that and erased it. <laughs> Oregon harvests 4.7 million Christmas trees each year. That's followed by North Carolina at 4 million, Michigan at 1.5 million, Pennsylvania at 1 million, and Wisconsin at 700,000. Ecologists... You know, I looked this up the other day. And, and is that how you knew it? Huh? Is that how you knew this answer? No, I already knew. Okay. Um, you know why I looked it up? Because you were Christmas tree hunting. Well, because I'm just I'm becoming like a Christmas tree enthusiast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what else did you learn? Well, I, well, you know how you can get a permit. Mm-hmm. 
and like harvest a tree. I'm going right after this episode to go get one. Well, I got some tips for you, but I'm, here's the thing I'm going to start doing, man. Okay. I already talked to Onyx about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have Onyx make a new Christmas tree icon. That's great. And I'm going to go out in the woods. I'm going to find beauties. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eliminate their neighbors, which mm. is Ill- illegal. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to prune them yep. and Fer- fertilize, fertilize them. them. <laughs> and I'm going to maintain about 10 of them. And for Christmas presents, I'm going to give out my waypoints. Oh, that's great. I like that. But I don't think people would appreciate it as much if they have to cross a creek to do it. I saw the photo you had that you were- were... It's going to be like a treasure hunt. You're going to get a waypoint and it's going to be like a logistical, Uh you know, and you're going, it's it's going to be like the the perfect tree. There you go. That I've been taking care of. And you have one already for this year. Already got mine for this year. I would also like Onyx to create a fossil waypoint. I've been waiting on that. They have about 50 waypoints. Don't have one for fossils yet, though. Hmm. Now, ecologists are torn. You got me down for that one, Phil? Unfortunately. Thank you. Ecologists are torn on the impact that Christmas tree farms have on the environment. While they use a lot of energy to harvest and transport trees and promote the use of pesticides, they also capture a ton of carbon dioxide, keep artificial trees out of landfills, and create edge habitat for wildlife. Uh, That wasn't erasable. Rookie, rookie move. Rookie move. Steve used a permanent marker. I <laughs> uh, just de- DQ him out of the episode. Yeah, man, that, I, was, I was so cheerful coming into this room, and I'm just, I'm so upset. <laughs> Question two. The topic is Mountain Men. This award-winning film, which features mountain men like Jim Bridger and Andrew Henry, was released on Christmas Day in 2015. This award-winning film, which features mountain men like Jim Bridger and Andrew Henry, was released on Christmas Day in 2015. Some slow answers in the room, but folks now look confident. Everybody have one? Oh, you're trying to do all Christmas-themed. All Christmas-themed. Someone have a phone ring? No. Uh, it's, it's Corinne. Oh, Corinne. <laughs> Corinne buzzing. making a strange... <laughs> She's thinking. <laughs> that whatever Corinne thinks, that's the noise is that it working? occurring. <laughs> nope. No. Everything is Christmas-themed in this episode. One more time here. This award-winning film, which features mountain men like Jim Bridger and Andrew Henry, was released on Christmas Day in 2015. Corinne? She's drawing a Christmas tree. Let's go. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying... Steve saying The Revenant, Dan without an answer, Hunter saying Revenant, Revenant, Corinne without an answer, Maggie and Giannis saying The Revenant, they got it, the answer is The Revenant. I was trying to figure out when Steve was like peak pissed off about the bear attack. It would have been about 2015. Yeah. The well, movie was we nominated. We the author on the podcast, well, I mean, it's like... But it's like, it doesn't have anything to do with this book. The movie was nominated for 12 Oscars and won three of them. It debuted on the same day as Hateful Eight, which inspired the Daily Beast to declare it as the bloodiest Christmas day of all time. Question three, the topic is hunting. What comedian sang the redneck 12 days of Christmas where he receives three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT? What comedian sang the redneck 12 days of Christmas where he receives three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, 
and some parts to a Mustang GT. Yanni, you like this song? I don't know if I've ever heard it. Okay. But there is a contender for uh, best hunting song ever that has just recently debuted. Have you heard it? Um, what? Which one is? Is it like Childers? Is hunting dogs go to heaven? Is that the one? That's yeah. the one. A lot of folks uh, want us to talk about that. It's great I too. I don't, I don't believe that that's true. What's you don't think it's a contender? I for... don't think they go to heaven. <laughs> the hunting dogs? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think they go to hell or heaven. This well, is he, dark. In the song, in, in, the, in the song, <laughs> Christmas episode, he just, says, he just says if he can't hunt on God's ground, he'd rather go to hell with his friends and his dogs. There you go. Does everybody have an answer about what comedian sang the redneck 12 Days of Christmas where he receives three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT? can't believe you didn't sing that a little bit, or at least have Phil sing that for us. Yeah, why don't you, have, why don't you play a Hold clip? Hold that thought. Corinne, do you have an answer? <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Jeff Foxworthy, Dan without an answer, Hunter and Hayden saying Foxworthy, Corinne without an answer, Marge saying Joe Rogan, and Giannis saying Foxworthy. Joe they got it right. Well, uh, the answer like, is For the Jeff people that didn't Foxworthy. write Foxworthy, who else would do that? Larry the Cable well, Larry, Larry the Cable oh, Guy. Larry, Larry, Larry yeah, the Cable Guy. That's right. Larry yeah. the Cable Guy could have done I've never even heard the damn song, but I'm like, his whole like, gig was like, you know you're a redneck <laughs> when yeah. you fucking need yeah. yeah. Foxworthy <laughs> released that Couldn't song his on his 1996 album called Crank It Up, the music album. Play it for us, Phil. Man, this ain't normal Christmas presents. No, the redneck gifts. Redneck gifts? Yeah, you know, like if you buy your wife earrings that double as fishing lures, or if you can birth the entire chorus of Jingle Bells. Perhaps if you think the nutcracker is something you did off the high dive. Or if you've ever misspelled anything in Christmas lights. Or if you leave cold beer and pickled eggs for Santa Claus. What's wrong with that? I didn't say anything wrong with it. It's hard to beat. Twelve pack of Bud, eleven wrestling tickets, ten of Copenhagen, nine years probation, eight table dancers, seven packs of red men, six cans of bath. Tires, three shotgun shells, two hunting dogs, and some parts to a Mustang GT. Well, you know, you Does that really put you in the Christmas spirit? I'm coming back around. On what? The Christmas spirit. After you ruined oh, okay. it when you started this episode. <laughs> yeah. You going to crank that on the way home now? No, I'll be listening <laughs> to uh, Children's okay. about dogs. Question four. The topic is cooking. This word with German origins is defined as the hearts, livers, and gizzards from fowl. This word with German origins is defined as the hearts, livers, and gizzards from fowl. We have markers dying left and right here. We're going to have to get a new shipment of markers. We want to know something interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, you know how I wrote with a Sharpie yes. on my board and it would not erase? Uh-huh. I then put a bunch of that dry erase ink over that and let it sit a minute and it dissolved wow. the Sharpie. Hot tip. And turned the Sharpie into erasable and I just erased it. Okay. Wow. Impressive. I did all that while you guys were sitting here. <laughs> wow. One more time. This word <laughs> with the German origins is defined as the heart's livers and gizzards from fowl does everybody have an answer there's a, a oh my there's a catch definition 
Does everybody have an answer? You know it, Corinne. Come on. Let's just cut the chit-chat and let's go. Steve is running a clean sweep. Corinne is yet to get one, and Steve says, no. No. Do not help her. We're not going to have any fun here today. Right. Does everybody have an answer? He's got too much confidence because Brody's not here. Oh, no, I love it when Brody's not here. The fact that he, like, spaced it and didn't show up is hilarious. If you're listening, Brody is supposed to be here, but said he didn't see the calendar invite. But he accepted it. He accepted it. I sent him a photo I showing that, dude, that like, he accepted. For trivia. He does. He does. He would. Uh, he would miss like his children's. The 2022 uh, tournament winner mm-hmm. could not bother to show. Yeah. Up. Now that's confidence, actually. Yeah. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying giblets, Dan saying giblets, Hunter without an answer, Hayden saying giblets, Crin saying awful. Corinne, or Maggie saying bah humbug <laughs> and Giannis saying giblets. They got it. The correct answer is giblets. I'm not getting a German vibe off that. Me neither. German yeah. origins. Was... Yeah. These organs are often turned into stuffing on Thanksgiving and Christmas. If you want to learn more ways to cook with giblets, then go to TheMeatEater.com and check out Steve's recipe for pickled game bird gizzards and Danielle Pruitt's recipe for wild giblet gravy. I think I, I might have shared this with you, but I think I've told you that my father, who was a World War II veteran, like never forgave the Germans. Okay. Um, uh, he would be like, even when they say, I love you, it's ugly. <laughs> and he'd go, ach, liebe dich. Is that how it sounds? <laughs> when he did it. That does sound mean. He said, the smell of their cigarettes makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. <laughs> it's going to make you look at the word giblets differently. Question five. The topic is fishing. Christmas Island is located 1,000 miles west of Australia in what ocean? Christmas Island is located 1,000 miles west of Australia in what ocean? Quick answer from Hunter. You know this? We'll find out. Rest of the room taking their time. Phil, while we're waiting, tell us about the Christmas Carol. How's that going? Uh, well, this is going to air after this, obviously. Uh-huh. This is, that's how podcasts work, but tonight's opening night. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Woo. Excited. All right. I'm going on Saturday. Anybody else going on mm. Saturday? I'm going on the 22nd. I'm going on the 16th. I think it's closing night. I'm not sure when I'm going. Oh, we got I'm you going. covered, Phil. <laughs> Every night. Yeah, there we go. Should we bring banners or <laughs> signs or anything to cheer you on? Yeah, yeah. Preferably one that get like you can hang from the balcony and just block everyone's <laughs> view. Hey, <laughs> Phil, te- text, text, uh... Text your wife and tell her to buy See tickets. See how that's coming along. Yeah, we'll do like I said, she's been too, like, she's so worried about seating. Well, here's the thing. The longer you wait, the, I mean, the seats aren't going to get any better. No, I know. She's so worried about, what if there's a pillar in the way? Oh, there's, it's a small theater. There are no bad seats, honestly. Okay. Yeah. One more time. Christmas Island is located 1,000 miles west of Australia in what ocean? Does everybody have an answer? I think my sweep's ending because I'm not listening to my own humunculus. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Indian, Dan saying Indian, Hunter saying Indian, 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 Marge saying Arctic, and Giannis saying Indian. The correct answer is Indian. Oh, sweet. The room did very well. Christmas Island is famous for what most anglers consider to be the best international bone fishing in the world. The island is also known for its abundance of trevally, wahoo, tuna, and sailfish. The Pacific Ocean also has a less famous Christmas Island, but it's located about 1,200 miles south of Hawaii. Phil, we're halfway through the game of trivia. 
Give us a Christmassy update. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little annoyed because I was going to make a really mean joke about Corinne getting a goose egg for Christmas. But she got it. Corinne <laughs> and Maggie have one point. Woo. <laughs> Dan has two points. Hunter has three. Giannis and Hayden have four. And in first place, it's Steven <laughs> Ranella with five points. A perfect game. Steve Hammerhead Ranella. <laughs> Can you ask a sports question? <laughs> Please. Question six. The topic is gear. What brand of BB gun does Ralphie get in the 1983 movie A Christmas Story? Well, what brand of BB gun? Does Ralphie get in the 1983 movie A Christmas Story? Very confident, Room. Uh, Disgusted uh, that I even asked no, the question. No, there's just like, there's, I, I got a handful. I got some feedback for Don't you. Don't give it away. Okay. What brand? Yeah, I'm not 100% about model sure numbers? that I'm going to get this. Does Ralphie get in the 1983 movie A Christmas Story? Does everybody have an answer? Can we go outside for a minute? <laughs> What's the Latvian word for you fucked up? Nonchucker. Does everybody have an answer? Corinne? Nope. Come on, Corinne. What's the one BB gun manufacturer out there ever? No? Go ahead and reveal your answers. Listen. Okay. Are you confusing brand with model? Oh, nope. I knew it. You get Go bonus points for both. Answers. He says Red Rider. Well, yeah, Daisy what, did I, Red Rider. what did I say? Daisy Red Rider. Thank you. Dan saying Daisy Red Rider. Okay. Hunter saying Daisy Red Rider. Hayden saying Red Rider. He's out. Dude, no. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's a, a bottle. That's a bottle. Without an answer, Mark saying Red Rider. Yannis no. saying Daisy Red Rider. In. They got it. The correct answer is Daisy Red Rider. We're going to give it to them if they just yes. said. No, you can't. Yes. That's model. That's a model. Nobody. It's not a brand. You didn't say make and model. Or no, you said brand. Nobody in the history of the world has been like, he got a daisy for Christmas. If I said to you, yeah, what kind of phone you got? An iPhone? No, no. But okay. But what, 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 like, what specifically, what is it? It's an iPhone 14. Okay. Or no, it's a 12. If I said, what brand of phone does Hayden have? And someone wrote 14? Well, someone might write iPhone, but they wouldn't write Apple. Listen, that's a stupid example that I just gave. <laughs> but no way. We're in the holiday you can, spirit. Steve, you cannot argue this and then take the, <laughs> the stupid thing Spencer gave you with the hammerhead. Because that's that's not even right. We're, we're going to give it to that's you. Not we're we're saying saying that's red not what brand. That's not the brand. That's the model. Thank you, Phil. It was a Red Rider model of a Daisy brand BB gun. Spencer is a work in progress when it comes to being a trivia host. I, you know, I like, to call, I like to call Doug Duran right we're, now. We're learning. We're learning. <laughs> Ralphie is very specific about the <laughs> type learning. of BB gun he wants, asking for, quote, an official Red Rider carbine action 200 shot range model air rifle with a compass in the stock and this thing that tells time. When he finally gets one on Christmas Day, his mother instructs him to not shoot any animals or birds, but Dad interjects and says, quote, except for the Bumpus's dogs. <laughs> We're going to give it to you if you just said Red Rider. Question seven. Thank you, Spencer. The topic is cooking. What southern European country is famous for their Feast of the Seven Fishes that takes place on Christmas Eve? What southern European country is famous for their Feast of the Seven Fishes that takes place 
on Christmas Eve. Gow. This may ruin the perfect game that Steve has going. Southern European country that's famous for their feast of the seven fishes that takes place on Christmas Eve. Not a very confident room. I haven't even seen Steve come up with an answer yet. Well, I know... Spencer, I'm sorry for getting so upset with you. I, I don't mean it. I feel bad. It's okay, Phil. I'm still going to come to Christmas, Carol. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Why does Phil root against me? I don't think he does. Yeah, he does. Have, have, I like think he's just trying to be honest. honest. Steve, news break, but I think there's a large portion of yeah, the listeners yeah, I don't that think I'm in the minority. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. It's just the way it is. Does everybody have when an When you're answer? on top. Yeah. That's right. Come at the king, you best not miss. Steve? Yeah, but will you please read the one? <laughs> okay. Please read the one I scratched out and the one I left in. Go ahead and reveal your answer. Steve scratches out Spain Ooh. and instead writes Italy. Ooh, we have Dan saying Dan, Greece. Dan, Hunter saying Italy. Hayden saying Italy. <laughs> I almost put Corinne saying Italy or Croatia. Oh, but she circled Greece. <laughs> Croatia. Greece is her answer. Marge saying Greece. And Giannis saying Italy. We have a correct answer in the room. It's Italy keeping Steve with the perfect game. Are you kidding? Oh, man. Greece just felt logical. The meal often includes some combination of anchovies, lobster, sardines, cod, smelt, eel, squid, octopus, shrimp, mussels, and clams. The menu may also include pasta, vegetables, baked goods, and wine. Americans refer to this meal as the Feast of the Seven Fishes, while Italians call it the Vigil. Question eight. The topic is fishing. Sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know how, like... How how much do you get for if you win right now? Five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, that's just normal. You could you could okay. get a perfect game though, which is a thousand. Well, I know, but I thought you're saying it's like an extra bonus. Well, that's in the family feud portion. So oh. we could have so anywhere from that. one thousand double that. One thousand to two thousand dollars could be donated in this episode. But right now it's like five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, you need to get these next three questions right. No, that's tough. I'm gonna do that. Hey everybody, I'm talking here about Montana Knife Company from our very own state of Montana. This company was founded by one of the most experienced master bladesmiths in the world, Josh Smith, who over recent months I've become friends with, and my God have I learned a lot about knives from this guy. Just a phenomenal hometown company that makes world-renowned knives. Josh has been making knives for 30 years you get one of these knives up and open it it is sharp like something that came from outer space and here's the deal they make knives that can be sharpened you can work on these knives if you don't want to work on them you send it to them and they'll work on it they'll get it sharp phenomenal hunting knives if you want to see them in action we just did uh me and uh john hayes the taxidermist just did a video about how to properly skin a black bear um, watch that video, and in that video, you'll see Montana Knife Company knives in action. MKC products usually sell out in minutes of being released, which is true. But now, for the first time, they're dabbling with having knives in stock on their site. So right now, you can grab yourself a Blackfoot 2.0 or the Ultralight Speed Goat. 
Use code MEATEATER and you get 10% off your first order. Montana Knife Company, working knives for working people, 10% off with the code MEATEATER. That's a good deal. Being prepared is all about having the right tools. The OnX off-road map and navigational app is the best to find off-road trails and off-grid camping and to use a fully functional GPS when you're out of service. We all know that's usually where the best part starts. It's intuitive to use and lets you find open trails anywhere you want to explore with just a tap on the map. Access detailed trail information like difficulty rating, duration, clearance level, open and close date, trail photos, and more. Plus, there's color-coded public and private land boundaries, which are super handy for finding off-grid camping. And I said it before, but I want to make sure it sticks. Offline maps. What this means is it allows you to access all interactive land and trail data and custom map markups when you're out of service. You just download it ahead of time. Your phone's internal GPS gives you full navigation capabilities offline, so you'll always know where you are and how to get home safely. Go to onxmaps.com and use code MEATEATER to get 20% off your membership today. Hey, here's a simple but very meaningful gift idea for your mom or grandparent who lives across the country. These are great, dude. These are really nice things to give to people. It's a digital picture frame from Aura. It's perfect for sharing pics of all the things they can't be there for, from family vacations to their grandkids' graduation. Let's say your mom comes out. You take a bunch of pictures of your mom with your kids or whatever. When she goes home, you can greet her at home with all those pictures you just took on the frame. And you can also keep her up to date by updating the frame from afar. It's all done online. It's a ton of fun. Comes with unlimited storage and simple controls on the frame so you can upload as many photos as you want and mom can pick the perfect one. See why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and Wired. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Make sure you use the promo code MEATEATER because for a limited time, you can get $20 off their best-selling frame with that code. The code being MEATEATER. AuraFrames.com, promo code MEATEATER. Question eight. The topic is fishing. The Wall Street Journal declared this the most annoying adult toy of all time, which was a popular gift for anglers in the early 2000s. Oh. <laughs> Corinne appears to know it. Wow. The Wall Street Journal declared this the most annoying adult toy of all time, which was a popular gift for anglers in the early 2000s. Steve, is this going to keep the perfect game going? Oh, yeah, buddy. Okay. How, how, how specific? <laughs> Be specific. If I don't get the exact like brand name right, am I going to get in trouble? Be specific. If you know what I'm know. talking about. Did he about. say brand? If 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 you oh, said we go. if you said like uh, action figure that wouldn't be right but if you said GI Joe that's what I need. What southern European country? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just make sure awesome. you're paying attention. The Wall Street Journal declared this the most annoying adult toy of all time, which was a popular gift for anglers in the early 2000s. Does everybody have an answer? 
I can only think of one annoying fishing toy, so I'm going for Go it. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Billy the Bass. Mm. Dan saying Billy Bass. Hunter saying Big Mouth Billy Bass. Hayden saying Big Mouth Bass, the singing fish. Corinne saying <laughs> Billy Bass. Marge without an answer. Giannis saying Big Mouth Billy Talking Bass. <laughs> <laughs> Did, I think those were all different. Yeah, well, yeah. the only one I don't like is Hayden's. Dude, God. <laughs> <laughs> you better rewrite it, bud. I want to see what oh, you had on there. The correct answer. <laughs> oh, here you erased it. Here you erased it. The yeah, correct answer is Big Mouth Billy Bass. I don't know if anyone wrote that exactly, but I, I think I think we're going to sing yeah. yeah. I, I think we give it to everybody. Yeah, everybody gets it. It, because we gave the Red Rider, <laughs> uh, we will give it to the folks Hunter who maybe missed perfect. a couple words. But Hunter I don't think Yanni should get it. Two points yeah. right from the south. So Yanni has like it, it talking, not singing with your uh, taxes. There's several floating around your family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be a great white elephant gift. I'm You're just trying to add to your little cushion, huh? <laughs> or cushion your little lead is what I'm trying to like, say. Because, like, talking, he didn't talk. He was yeah, singing. I understand. You're one ahead, bud. <laughs> <laughs> KB Toys and Spencer's Gifts said it was their most popular adult toy in 2000 and that new shipments always sold out within 12 hours. Amazon.com said that based on reviews, it is one of their most hated products of all time, <laughs> along with the movie Showgirls and Ronald Reagan's biography. <laughs> <laughs> My mom has that thing hanging in her house, man. The, the book, book, Ronald Reagan's biography. <laughs> no. I wouldn't be surprised if she does. Big Showgirls fan. Phil, we have two questions left. Give us a scoreboard update. Yes, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye to Maggie, Corinne, and Dan, who are no longer oh. in the running. I mean, still play along. Glad to have you here. Had your stats. Um, with six points, Hunter Spencer. Coming up next, we got Giannis and Hayden with seven points apiece. And in first place, still throwing up perfect game, it's Steven Ranella. Question nine. The topic is hunting. This holiday, which Brits celebrate on December 26, is traditionally a day of fox hunting. What is it? This holiday, which Brits celebrate on December 26, is traditionally a day of fox hunting. What is it? Some quick answers and some non-answers in the room. I think I got this one. Okay. <laughs> Steve, is this going to keep the perfect game going? About I, I give about a 75% chance okay. this keeps the perfect game going. Mm. Okay. I almost missed that. Steve, now that you've come this far, I'm I'm kind of rooting for you. As much as I I hate to admit it, I'm get like I'm not getting like I have it in my head, and my Uh homunculus isn't Mm -hmm. having another idea. This holiday, which Brits celebrate on December 26th, is traditionally a day of fox hunting. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal. No, go ahead. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying Boxing Day. Dan without an answer. Uh, Hunter and Hayden saying Boxing Day, Corinne saying King Day, Marge saying Boxing Day, and Giannis saying Boxing Day. day. The perfect game keeps going. It is Boxing Day. The United Kingdom tradition dates back to the 15th century, but it was banned there in 2004. Today, sportsmen in the UK hold a simulated fox hunt instead. This is where someone drags artificial scent behind them and stays on the move until the hound catches up with them. At that point, the hounds are rewarded with treats, and then the hunt starts again. Each simulated fox hunt lasts a couple hours. 
Uh, fight for your hunting rights, folks, unless no you want to be running around the woods dragging scent. That's you right. know who I knew that? Uh, I used to hang out with these Canadians, and they always had a big old deal on That's Boxing right. Day. Canadians uh, like the holidays kinda, yeah, as well. Yeah, and they like the Brits. Question 10. The Did they topic? hunt on Boxing Day? Or they no, just but I just knew celebrated. about how that was called Boxing Day, and that they you know, they kind of model themselves in large measure after the old, uh, you know, mm-hmm. our old enemies from the 1770s. <laughs> Question 10. <laughs> 10. The topic is conservation. This type of caribou, which used to be found from Maine to Alaska, is considered the largest of the subspecies. This type of caribou, which used to be found from Maine to Alaska, is considered the largest of the subspecies. If Steve gets this right, he will have thrown a perfect game and gets to make a $1,000 donation. If he gets it wrong, though, we have a chance for overtime with Giannis. Well, and we might need to step outside. And <laughs> and have it. Not I mean like that, like in a fighting uh-huh. way. Not in a fighting way. Okay. Just in a disgusting way. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that for a tiebreaker? <laughs> Go outside Farm and wrestle. R- Farm wrestle. This type of caribou, which used to be found from Maine to Alaska, is considered the largest... Of the subspecies. Oh, is there a... a, a oh, no. Does everybody have an answer? Well, here's, here's, here's the deal, man. Like, have, how hip to you are... How hip... Well, I'll, st- I'll we'll talk about it in a minute. Let's see how this goes. Every- I don't think I got it wrong, by the way, but I think that you might be operating on... Okay. Uh, dated... Does everybody have an answer? Well, I'm writing what I'm... Hold on, Yanni's now. showing his off. <laughs> yeah, Yanni's very proud of his answer. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Steve saying woodland, Dan saying tundra, Hunter saying arctic, Hayden saying woodland, Crin without an answer, Maggie saying Rudolph, and Giannis <laughs> saying woodland. The correct answer is boreal, forest, or woodland, Woo! which gives Steve the perfect game. But do you, do you know how... Oh, already? Yeah. You won! I won! I won! <laughs> And he was the last one to know. <laughs> now, what, what, uh, what's your discussion on this? Uh, do you know geneticists, like, like the number of caribou subspecies just keeps shrinking. And at this point now, if you ask the geneticist, they think, they, they're saying that all caribou, Europe, Asia, North America, is just it. And it's, it's phenotypes. This is going off of the like super slam, which mm-hmm. I think is 29 yeah. species, and I think they have five or six caribou in there. And this is one distinct caribou that they separate from the rest is the woodland, boreal, or forest. So that's where I got that answer. Okay. Steve, the $1,000 donation. $1,000. We've if only you, had. If you want to quickly, uh, uh, you know, educate yourself. Well, I, just, te- I just texted. I just texted with. Um, with Fosberg at TRCP. TRCP is aware of the Ambler fight, which is going to be brewing soon. And I'm going to donate my $1,000 uh, to the organization where I sit on the board of the Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership. Okay. And what do you like about them so much? Because uh, guaranteeing Americans quality places to hunt and fish. Can't argue, argue with that. that. Steve, with I think our third perfect game in Meat Eater Trivia History... And it happens on the Christmas episode, nonetheless. Now we potentially have I'd like to thank a Phil two thousand dollar donation coming up. We got to see how Family Feud goes. We're gonna take a little break. We will be back with the feud after this. 
All right, we are back with you. This is a very special Christmas edition of Family Feud. Every single question is Christmas-related. If you're not familiar with Family Feud, our crew will split up into two teams. Then a member from each team will face off to determine who gets control of the board. During the face-off, whoever provides the highest-ranking answer will get to choose if their team passes or plays. During the main play, each member of the team will provide answers they think are on the board. If you get one wrong, you'll get a strike and you'll hear this. If you get one right, you will hear this. You only get three strikes before the other team gets an opportunity to steal. When a team has a chance to steal, they get to come together as a group to decide on what they think is the best answer and then the captain what? will provide it. I just played trivia. It's, it's not the same. This is about 100 people <laughs> being pulled. Now there are four <laughs> rounds. Different game, Steve. Point totals are doubled in round three and tripled in round four. The team with the most points at the end will get to choose where the $500 conservation organization donation goes. They'll also get to play fast money for a chance to double the donation to $1,000. Now who let's you, meet our families. Polling? Family Feud would poll people. I assume they have like an outside agency that cold calls you folks. You polled 100 no, no, no. people about all no, this no, shit. No, no. Family Feud did. They so you're were stealing their questions too. Absolutely, they're probably standing in like a shopping mall somewhere asking folks this. You stole their questions and their idea. They sell Family <laughs> Feud packs on the internet. You can go to Amazon right now and buy like Family Feud Thanksgiving, Family Feud Fourth of July, Family Feud Christmas. God, I hope you don't do that with all your work. <laughs> <laughs> all of it. I all just of it. Thirty minutes of watching <laughs> these two go at it. <laughs> Let's meet our families over here. We have the Steve and Ranella family, which features <laughs> Corinne Schneider, Hayden Samick, and Dan Chumbler. Now, Steve, how do you feel about your family's ability to play Christmas Family Feud? You like what you see? Yeah, Hayden's been, he's an emerging threat. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> good to have threats close. Bessie's got You one by one. He's got an emerging threat on the team. And going up against them is the Yanni Patelis family, which includes Hunter Spencer, Garrett Long, and Maggie Smith. Giannis, how do you feel about your family's ability? If these are pretty current event type questions, contemporary, I think we're going to do much better because our family is much younger than uh, Steve. Like Bob family. Barker's been dead. For, isn't he dead? <laughs> no, nope, he's he still is very alive. much alive. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, he looks dead, though. Is he the guy that wants you to um, spay and neuter your pets? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and no. Drew, Drew Carey still says that line at the end of the episode. He does? Yeah. He does. All right, going up against each other first... We have Steve and we have Yanni. Do you understand what's going to happen? I, 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 no, I don't understand. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. You two are competing for a chance for your team to get control of the board. I will ask a prompt. Whoever rings in first gets to answer. Okay. And then when you answer, if you give the top answer. Can you give me an example of what you mean? I would say uh, something like top eight answers are on the board. Uh, we asked 100 people. Name someone you wouldn't want to hear you having making whoopee or something like that. <laughs> that's combining. No, like I'm with a, you. I'm okay. with you. Right. And then so you, ring like, in and you go, preacher. Yes. Yeah, all right. And then we'd say, survey says, and yeah. then ding, the mom boat. is number no. three. Right. <laughs> and if you, if you don't give the top answer, Yanni would get a chance to provide a better answer than that. So right now you're going for speed. 
and accuracy. Do you so both understand? So the minute understand? I think I know what people would say that they talked to in a parking lot some years ago. Exactly. I hit this buzzer. Exactly. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Giannis, get your hand by your buzzer. Top eight answers are on the board. We asked 100 people, name a popular Christmas cookie shape. We have no, Yanni. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. Yanni beat him bad. <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> what? what? There's no way. Oh, uh, he's a toss-up. I think, I think it Steve clearly, won. It was clearly Giannis. I have a lot of time to think about it's my answer right now. <laughs> Giannis, give us your There's answer. There's no way. Just, no. Dude, that was simultaneous. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Family Feud has technology that tells you what this is. The the and and Phil needed. thinks like Steve wins. Well, nobody Phil was recording this. I, I, I said I couldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Corinne, uh, Corinne thought well, Giannis had it ring for sure. Now. Well, Shut and up. and Hayden thought. Oh, Corinne, Corinne, you said Giannis. No, Corinne. He just put words in my mouth. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I thought. I thought she said. How about we both just write down our answer? Now we'll and figure this out. We just got to keep Giannis. Let's give it to Giannis. We got to keep going. Giannis, Giannis, you get Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Show me Christmas tree. It's way high on the list. <laughs> Number one answer, Christmas tree. 32 people said that. Yanni, you now get to choose if your team is going to pass or play. If you play, you get the first chance to get all eight answers. If you choose to pass, Steve's team will instead. If you don't get all eight answers, Steve's team would get a chance to steal, and they just have to come up with one correct answer that's left on the board. So what's it going to be, pass or play? Do my I kid, get, my do, kids do I get to, do this. I get to <laughs> discuss real quick with my team? No, just choose one. Really? Really? Come on. How confident are you guys in eight? Uh, play. eight. Play? Yeah. Play. Play, play is more fun. Oh. Yanni's team is choosing to play. We're now over to Garrett. Garrett, eight answers are on the board. We asked 100 people. What's Real up? Quick, how, like, how much does it matter that you just gave them the bell thing? Is that like a huge up for them or is it in the, in the end it just washes out? Gave them the bell. Yeah, we rung the bell at the same deal. time. It's you a big you deal. somewhat arbitrarily said he did it. <laughs> Steve, Steve, you have cause to be mad, Steve. Steve, the chances of them getting all eight, honestly, are probably pretty slim. And, yes. then, and then if they don't get all eight, you just have to get one, and your team gets all the points. I think. I think the smart, the smart tactic in Family Feud is if it's like seven or eight, you should pass. If it's le- if it's like five or six, you should play. So they they chose uh, what I would say incorrectly here. And your <laughs> chance got it, got it, got it. might get a chance to steal. We're over to Garrett. Garrett, we talked to 100 people and said, name a popular Christmas cookie shape. The number one answer is gone. What do you got? Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Show me Santa Claus. Fucking low. No Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) And and he feels terrible about it. No, they get three strikes. They get three strikes. Not yet. Hold your your discussion until Mm -hmm. you get to steal. We're now down to Hunter Spencer. Hunter, only one answer off the board. Seven left. We asked 100 people, name a popular Christmas cookie shape. Stocking. Nice. Good one. Good one. Show me stocking. Stocking is the number six answer. We had nice. three people say that. Nice. Three. We are down to Maggie. Maggie, your team has one strike. You have the number one answer, which is tree. The number six answer, which is stocking. What do you got for me? Name a popular Christmas cookie shape. A star. 
A star. Show me star. That's there. Number two answer. 22 people said star. We are back up to team captain Giannis. Yanni, you guys have one, two, and six gone. You also have one strike. Name a popular Christmas cookie shape. The heart. Heart. No. Show me heart. No heart. This is not Valentine's Day. I would say that's pretty bad answer. Yanni. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, my family makes Suck it, Spencer. There Suck goes it, Spencer. That, there goes that Christmas spirit again. Two strikes. Gone. We are Gone. up to Garrett. Oh, Garrett, man. your team has the number oh, one answer Christmas. tree, the number two answer star, and the this. number six answer stocking. If you don't get this right, are you guys allowed to chit chat? No. The Steve Ranella <laughs> family will get a chance. To steal. Garrett, what do you got for me? Name a popular Christmas on, cookie shape. Snowflake? Snowflake. Show me That's snowflake. Yeah! Number five answer. Five people yeah, said know. snowflake. We are now on to Hunter Spencer. A reminder, if you don't get this, it will go to the Steve Ranella family for a chance to steal. Hunter, name a popular Christmas cookie shape. Your board is right above Phil's head if you need a reference. What? Snowman. Nice. Mm. Nice, Spencer. Nice. nice. Show me snowman. Number seven answer. Three people. <laughs> you guys said need to get off your snowman. phones over there, uh, Ranella oh, family. Oh, this isn't entertaining enough, up. huh? We are down to Marge. Marge, your family has. I just saw you put yours down. Your family has two strikes. Name a popular <laughs> Christmas cookie shape. A wreath. Show me uh, wreath. That's smart. No, bullshit. I've eaten. Sorry, Yannis Patelis family. We're now going to come to the Steve Ranella family. Steve, your family gets a chance to discuss what your one answer is going to be. As a reminder, you have the number three option available, the number four option available, and the number eight option available. Definitely, it's definitely. You can, you can, you can discuss aloud here. Yeah. So to me, it's like which one we're gonna hedge our bets. Like a major baker and had all them little punch out <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Always do the bell. I'm not saying the bell's not good. Okay. I'm just what, saying. Can, what about can, just we're, we're talking to a hundred average folks? Homer, what happens now? So, Steve, if you get this correct, your team wins all the points on the board. If you don't get it right, Yanni's team will take the game and they win the points. There's no second steal. Steve, what are you guys discussing between? That's your answer. Well, you mean do I think that people Wait, make that, a lot of candy cane cookies? That, or, or let me let me introduce one more. You said An angel. That, so what what are we discussing between over here? What are you choosing between? Oh, I'm good with either. They're both on. Uh, Bell or candy cane? They're definitely Bell both or on, candy cane? But I feel like candy cane is like very specific to this holiday. Candy which cane. Might Steve, be we're gonna need an answer. Candy, candy cane. cane. This is for the game. Yes. Yeah. Show me it. candy cane. No, they did not take it. The Giannis Patelis family takes it's gonna be an angel and a bell. Can we see if Bell is on there? A bell for sure. Show me the number three answer. Gingerbread men. Oh show me the number four answer. Ornament. Oh, and show me show me the number eight answer, which two people said. Bell. You guys oh. should have listened to me, man. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, 
I did The first thing out of my mouth. But and I, I said it like Belle too. I've eaten so many I said, I just put it out. You're like, oh no, but the candy cane. I approached it with a very obvious amount of trepidation. I'll take the fight. I said Belle. Maggie? She was like, oh no, candy cane. That's what happened. The oh. Rennell family putting the feud oh. in family feud. Oh, yes. oh, this is the best. This cooperation is over. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't say. I was, I, I, how many points did they get? Well, oh, I think I did some math here. 60, yes. They got 65 points. 65 points to the Giannis Patelis family. We are now on to Dan Chumbler and Garrett Long. Do you both understand what's going to happen here? I do. Yeah. I'll okay. ring the bell first. First one to ring in gets to give an answer. Garrett Long. Dan Chumbler. Top six answers are on the board. We asked 100 people besides family name someone you buy a Christmas present for. Dude. I think we <laughs> last Dude, time last time we is... had a tie and we went to the Giannis yeah. family. This time we had a tie we will go to the Steve Rinella family. That means Dan Chumbler, tell me besides family, name someone you buy a Christmas present for. Best friend. Show oh. me friend. Number one answer. Mm -hmm. You get to now choose if your team is going to pass or play. There are six answers on the board. You guys have the number one gone. What's it going to be? Pass or play? We'll play. They're going to play. Uh, we are over to I don't know Hayden. Hayden, six answers on the board. We asked 100 people besides family. Name someone you buy a Christmas present for. A coworker. Show me coworker. Number two answer, 25 people said co-worker. Your team now has the first and the second answer gone. We're down to Corinne. Corinne, besides family, name someone you buy a Christmas present for. We, don't, we can't kibitz. No, you do not discuss yet. <laughs> you in Yiddish, dude. Your kid, your kid, or your child. Child, which is family. family. family Show me Corinne. child. We can't do family. <laughs> The child is not it. The question family? is, besides oh, shit, family, sorry. name someone oh. you buy a Christmas. Listening? Yeah. I'm going to say no. We, we still get three strikes, so we're all right. You get three strikes. Oh, oh I forgot I was about that. I yeah, totally yeah. Oh. didn't even We are up that. to Steve, oh, the head on. of the family. Besides what family, name someone <laughs> you buy a Christmas present teacher. for. Teacher. Show me. Ooh. Teacher. Number four answer, eight people said teacher. We're back to Dan, who started this game. Your team has one strike, and you have three answers off the board. That means three answers left. Besides family, name someone you buy a Christmas present for. Your pet. Show me. <laughs> pet. That's Number three solid. answer, yeah, 11 solid. people said pet. We are now, we are now down to Hayden. Hayden, your team has the top four answers gone. And you have one strike. So tell me, besides family, name someone you buy a Christmas present for. Neighbor. Show me neighbor. Number five answer. That means you guys have one answer to go, and you only have one strike. If Corinne doesn't get this, Steve will get another chance. Corinne, besides family, name someone you buy a Christmas present for. And if you get this right, your team will take all 100 points. Your boss. Coworker. That's For different. the victory, show me boss. 
They got yeah. it. They cleared the board and got all six answers. Wow. Well done, Steve Rinella family. That means we're going into round three with the Giannis Patelis family at 65, the Steve Rinella family mm-hmm. at 100. In round three, the point totals will be doubled. <laughs> and we are now down to Hayden versus Hunter. Top five answers are on the board. We asked 100 people, name something you need to wrap a present. That was clearly me. Clearly Hayden. Hayden, tell me, name something you need to wrap a present. Wrapping paper. Wrapping paper. Show me wrapping paper. Number two answer, which means Hunter has a chance to steal. Hunter, if you can provide the number one answer on the board, your family will get a chance to choose to pass or play. This is the number one thing. Hunter... Name something you need to wrap a present. Tape. Show me tape. Number one answer, 55 people said tape. Hunter, you now get to choose if your family Hunter, I'm giving you a book for Christmas. I'm wrapping the entire play. thing in yeah, tape. Yeah, here's the whole thing, though. What's up? Like, wh- who cares about these 100 people? I don't know what kind of idiots they're asking. It's part of the game. Yeah, they totally messed up on the candy cane thing. It's like, do you, do you solve all life? Do you solve all your problems by just randomly asking people what they think? It's like, called totally voting. uncredentialed strangers what they think? It's called voting. Hunter, is your team going That's to pass or play? I thought you loved or our country play? and democracy, Steve. There are five answers, so you guys already have two of the five gone. Uh, We'll play. They're going to play. That means you could have glue, (laughs) and and you still wouldn't have. If you don't have wrapping paper, you're not wrapping shit, dude. We are down to Maggie. Maggie, top five answers are on the board. Your team already asked two of them gone. We asked 100 people, name something you need to wrap a present. A ribbon. A ribbon. Show me ribbon. Number four answer, three people said that. We're up to Giannis. Giannis, you have two answers left I would put to that with, like, nice to have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you don't need that. You answers, need wrapping paper. Like, yeah, but there's five answers, though. Giannis, but your wrapping ta- paper without tape ain't going to stick to I'm your door. Go, you I'm can actually go totally glue. make it work. Elaborate folds. Elaborate folds. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about you guess glue <laughs> next time, Steve? See yeah. how far that gets. Giannis, <laughs> name something you need to wrap a present. Box! Woo! Show no. me yeah, that's box. Not, no. That's not necessary. Number what? five answer. Three people <laughs> said this. box. Man, I really have Garrett, no your team does not have any strikes, yeah. and you only have well. one answer left to get. You need to provide the number three answer, or you will be given a strike. Garrett, what's it going to be? Name something you need to wrap a present. Packing paper. <laughs> Show me packing paper for the win. No, packing paper is not on the list. We're up to Hunter. Hunter, your team needs one more answer to take the victory. Tell me, name something you need to wrap a present. Hands. <laughs> What's that? A bow. Show me bow. Not on the board. Meg, your team now you has it, two strikes. Oh, I got it. If you get this, you take the board. If not, the Steve Rinella family will get a chance to win. Tell me, Maggie, Maggie something you need to wrap a present. Scissors. Show me (laughs) scissors. You don't need those. You can just... What? They do not get it. The so Steve Rinella family now we get gets a chance to steal. Yes, you yeah, guys get to like, discuss. Are they, like, are they like smart asses where it's a present? <laughs> Four of the five answers mm-hmm. are gone. 
Oh, but what's I, that thing you always uh, put like to mom from? Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's what, what I was trying yeah. to get at. Oh. I feel like I was thinking like I think that's so much lamer. Yeah, listen, I thought yours was for sure. The Steve, what, yeah, are we, what are we deciding? Saying, like, you're saying to wrap a present, so it can't be a smart ass thing like a present. I think Steve, what are we deciding between over here? Exactly. Well, I thought those were the smart answers. I messed everybody up with candy. Okay, here's what we're going with. Uh huh. I don't know how you want to put it. Is it we're calling it a card or a tag? I would call it a, like a, a gift tag. I would call yeah, it a tag. Yeah, like a tag. Nah, I actually don't really want to be card, man. I think it's, it's going to be card. I, I think it's going to be tag. Like, tag? Well, but, but here's the thing, man. I've gotten, I've gotten a lot of gifts without a card, right? <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, but these like people. I've also gotten a lot of gifts without a tag. These people, you know, like an like an address. You got to get in the head of these morons. I remember, I remember being a kid and on Christmas Day, my brother and my presents were like intermingled and like the tag was like the different actually my dad I mean, would just eye him up and be like okay, yeah, I I'm gonna cut your what is your family right going with <laughs> okay. okay tag to steal the victory show me tag ah. no they did not <laughs> get show it me gift tag what <laughs> is the last answer on the board I know say gift. That's what I gift. said yeah, four oh. people said gift smart oh. <laughs> <laughs> The people aren't listening to the question. <laughs> you said, what do you need to wrap a present? So it's like you're implying like that there's a present. If you said, what do I need to dress a person? You wouldn't go, a person. <laughs> you're, yeah. the, the person is yeah. the given. Yeah. Oh. Phil, why, why are you taking other people's <laughs> ideas? <laughs> Phil, this team so stupid. Scissors uh, was way better. Got ninety six points, doubled. Um, Where do we sit after like, three rounds? Question. Like, what do you use to start your car? Uh, a car? I'm just trying to think of what group will donate to. All right, the Giannis family. <laughs> the Giannis family has two hundred fifty seven points. Oh the Steve family has one hundred. But point totals are tripled in this final That's round, right. so you can still oh, we can take the victory. <laughs> Dude, listen, it is so stupid. <laughs> what you need to do, Steve, is go to the How random you know the New Jersey shopping mall that they surveyed these people in and fight yes. them all. <laughs> Steve's gonna be out in front of J.C. Penney's. Yeah. Which one of you said gift? <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm talking here about Montana Knife Company from our very own state of Montana. This company was founded by one of the most experienced master bladesmiths in the world, Josh Smith, who over recent months I've become friends with, and my God have I learned a lot about knives from this guy. Just a phenomenal hometown company that makes world-renowned knives. Josh has been making knives for 30 years you get one of these knives up and open it it is sharp like something that came from outer space and here's the deal they make knives that can be sharpened you can work on these knives if you don't want to work on them you send it to them and they'll work on it they'll get it sharp phenomenal hunting knives if you want to see them in action we just did uh me and uh john hayes the taxidermist just did a video about how to properly skin a black bear um, watch that video, and in that video, you'll see Montana Knife Company knives in action. MKC products usually sell out in minutes of being released, which is true. But now, for the first time, 
they're dabbling with having knives in stock on their site. So right now you can grab yourself a Blackfoot 2.0 or the Ultralight Speed Goat. Use code MEATEATER and you get 10% off your first order. Montana Knife Company. Working knives for working people. 10% off with the code MEATEATER. That's a good deal. Being prepared is all about having the right tools. The OnX off-road map and navigational app is the best to find off-road trails and off-grid camping and to use a fully functional GPS when you're out of service. We all know that's usually where the best part starts. It's intuitive to use and lets you find open trails anywhere you want to explore with just a tap on the map. Access detailed trail information like difficulty rating, duration, clearance level, open and close date, trail photos, and more. Plus, there's color-coded public and private land boundaries, which are super handy for finding off-grid camping. And I said it before, but I want to make sure it sticks. Offline maps. What this means is it allows you to access all interactive land and trail data and custom map markups when you're out of service. You just download it ahead of time. Your phone's internal GPS gives you full navigation capabilities offline, so you'll always know where you are and how to get home safely. Go to onxmaps.com and use code MEATEATER to get 20% off your membership today. Hey, here's a simple but very meaningful gift idea for your mom or grandparent who lives across the country. These are great, dude. These are really nice things to give to people. It's a digital picture frame from Aura. It's perfect for sharing pics of all the things they can't be there for, from family vacations to their grandkids' graduation. Let's say your mom comes out. You take a bunch of pictures of your mom with your kids or whatever. When she goes home, you can greet her at home with all those pictures you just took on the frame. And you can also keep her up to date by updating the frame from afar. It's all done online. It's a ton of fun. Comes with unlimited storage and simple controls on the frame so you can upload as many photos as you want and mom can pick the perfect one. See why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and Wired. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Make sure you use the promo code MEATEATER because for a limited time, you can get $20 off their best-selling frame with that code. The code being MEATEATER. AuraFrames.com, promo code MEATEATER. We are down to the final round. It is Corinne versus Maggie. Do we both understand what's going to happen here? Yes. Can you imagine if the subjects of these surveys were vetted in some way or another? This would be like a completely different process. Top take seven. Their pulse, take their pulse <laughs> and then ask them. Top. This is a great idea. Thank you. I love it. Steve, you can just sit it out next year if you'd like. I'm not coming. No <laughs> Top seven answers are on the board. We asked 100 people. If Santa had a party, who might he invite? I think it was Maggie. I mean, I think it was Corinne. Phil agrees. It was Maggie. Maggie, oh, man. tell me, if Santa had a party, who might he invite? His elves. Show me elves. Number one answer, 29 people said elves. Boom. Maggie, you get to choose if your team is going to pass or play. There are seven answers on the board. He'd rather have elves than baby Jesus. 
<laughs> you want to talk about the commodification of Christmas. <laughs> so, you're missing your classic line, the war on Christmas. Mm. Maggie, what's it going to be, pass or play? Pass. They're going to pass. Ooh. means we're over to the Steve family. We're going to start with Corinne. Corinne, there are seven answers on the board. The number one answer is gone. We asked 100 people, if Santa had a party, who might he invite? Rudolph. Show me. Isn't it my turn? Rudolph. Rudolph, number two answer. Rudolph or reindeer. Both of them fall under that second one. 23 people said Rudolph or reindeer. We are now up to Steve. Steve, seven answers are on the board. We asked 100 people. If Santa had a party, who might he invite? Mrs. Klaus. (laughs) Show me the German version of Mrs. Claus. (laughs) Giblets. Got it. The number four answer, 15 people, said Mrs. Claus. Dan, your team does not have any strikes, and you still have the third answer on the board, the fifth, sixth, and seventh answer on the board. So tell me, if Santa had a party, who might he invite? The Easter Bunny. Show me the Easter Bunny. Oh, Steve didn't like that. No. <laughs> Number three answer. Eighteen people said Easter Bunny, oh which is three more than said Mrs. Claus. Who are like I gotta be with some of these people? It's obviously Dan was in there. Apparently you're sitting next to one. Hayden, your team does not have any strikes. You have the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh answers available. We asked 100 people if Santa had a party, who might he invite? Well, now you know where people's heads are at, right? Oh, uh, no, you can't tell me. Um, oh, I made I made a joke earlier. When I, I, I'm starting to wonder if that's not if that wasn't a joke. We're running out of time, Hayden. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, the Grinch. Show me Grinch. He's a charitable dude. Grinch is not I have on the, Grinch the board. <laughs> Corinne, we're down to your, your your team has one strike and three answers to go to take. I the thought victory. that was a good one, Hayden. Yeah. Thanks, Corinne, if Santa had a party, who might he invite? Frosty. Yeah, good, good. good Family likes it. Show me Frosty. Number six answer. Three people said Frosty. Steve, we are back to you. There were two answers left. Dude, this risky move. I think that he wouldn't bite Jesus. Yeah, that's a good call. Because show me Jesus. Not on there, man. War on Christmas. (laughs) Dan, we are up to you. If you don't. Get one of the answers, then the Giannis Patelis family will get a chance to steal. Your team has two strikes, so tell me if Santa had a party, who might he invite? You can do it, I believe in you. Dan? A Thanksgiving turkey. (laughs) 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 Dan, two answers left. Uh, What's it going to be? Can't discuss. Dan, we need an answer. Yeah. Maybe. I'd have the chimney sweep for uh, sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> all dirty all the time. Uh, t- turkey. Oh. Show me <laughs> turkey. <laughs> Not on the board. We are over to the Giannis Patelis family. Yanni, your team gets a chance to discuss. And here's what's so on the line. If you get this right, your team takes the victory and will go to fast money. 
But if it gets it wrong, then Steve's team will win and they will go to fast money. So you have to give me a correct answer. This is down, one, all, it all comes down to one answer. What are we deciding what are between over here? We got Jack Frost. We also have kids. We're going to go with kids. Kids, if you get this right, your team wins. Yeah. If it children, I think children would, would, would work. If it gets it, if you get it wrong, Steve's family will win. That's right. Show me children. Number seven answer. Three people said it. That means the Patelis family is moving on to fast money. We had one answer left. Let's see what it is, board. Number five answer, Tooth Fairy, nine people oh, said the, the Tooth Fairy. Goodness gracious. I can't believe you like this. <laughs> 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 to be fair, those, those are all the mystical entities that give children, like, gifts, whether it's Easter baskets <laughs> or money in exchange So he's for got, teeth. like, the, the, the recipients, other gift givers, not mm. the reason for the season. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good idea, oh, man. Oh, my <laughs> Now, here is how fast money works. I'd at least ask for the wise men. Your team needs to select two players to represent your family. The first player will stay in the room while the second player needs to leave. I'll give you five questions, which you need to answer as fast as you can. The first player gets 15 seconds while the second player gets 20 seconds. If the second player gives the same answer as the first player, they'll be told to try again. Giannis, who are the two people going to be My head's not in the game. It's not? Garrett? No, no, it hasn't been good lately. Who's feeling? Who's feeling? You guys are all three going to bail on me? No. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to be one of them. Giannis is one, <laughs> and Hunter is the other. Hunter's, who's, Hunter's who's, going, the who's going first oh, between the two of you? You can choose. You want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. Giannis, we need you to leave the room. We will see you in a little bit. Here we go for Hunter. Name a popular Christmas cartoon. Frosty. Name a drink that's served at holiday parties. Um, uh, poinsettia. Besides Rudolph, name one of Santa's reindeer. Blitzen. How many weeks before Christmas do you decorate? Uh, <laughs> two. Name a dessert you eat on Christmas Day. <laughs> Give us an answer. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, you don't get it. Yeah. You don't get it. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go through your answers. Name a popular Christmas cartoon. You said... Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> 19 people. 19 people said Frosty. Name a drink that's served at holiday parties. I'm sorry, Hunter, but uh, poinsettia is not on the board. Besides Rudolph, name one of Santa's reindeer. You said... Blitzen. Blitzen. 15 people said Blitzen. How many weeks before Christmas do you decorate? Hunter said... Two. 12 people, and you did not get to the fifth question... So how many points does Hunter have after one round? Hunter got 46 points for the Giannis 46 family. points. Okay, we can now send Giannis in when you leave, Dan, please. Got a lot of work to do, but there are a lot of number one answers It was good available. seeing you, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your performance review is around the corner. <laughs> Giannis, we have good news and bad news. The bad news is Hunter only got 46 points, and your team needs 200 to double the conservation donation. The good news is there are a lot of number one answers left on the board, so you could pull it off. A lot of number one. Okay. You will get 20 seconds. If you repeat one of the same answers that Hunter gave, you will hear this. 
Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Your a time- lot of pressure, folks. If you're just listening in your car right now, this room is hot. A lot of eyeballs staring at me. <laughs> your time starts. Except for Steve Rinaldi, he's on his phone. He don't care. <laughs> your time starts after I finish the first question. No, okay. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> Name a popular Christmas cartoon. Rudolph. Name a drink that's served at holiday parties. Spice cider. Besides Rudolph, name one of Santa's reindeer. Dixon. How many weeks before Christmas do you decorate? Four. Name a dessert you eat on Christmas Day. Uh, pie. Pie. All right. I think you have a chance, Yanni. We will go to the board. Name a popular Christmas cartoon. You said Rudolph. Number one answer. 29 people. Said Rudolph. Yeah, no, didn't he say abominable? <laughs> that was my second <laughs> guess. <laughs> Name a drink that's served at holiday parties. You said cider. Cider, eight people. Eight, eight people Eggnog. said cider. Yeah, it's better than my answer. Besides Fuck. Rudolph, uh, number one answer. Number one answer was wine. Nobody yeah. got it. Number one answer was wine. Really? Bringing Jesus back in. Mold wine. 46 that's people said Mold wine. wine. Yeah. Turn the water to wine. Yeah. Besides Rudolph, <laughs> name vicious. one of yeah. Santa's reindeer. You said Vixen. Six people. Six people said Vixen. A lot coming down. Am I am I getting one point for each person? Yes. Mm. So you got six. Oh, Number one answer was Dasher. Thirty people said Dasher. How many weeks before Christmas do you decorate? You said four. Number one answer. 150 people. 43 people uh, said four. Last question. Name a dessert people eat on Christmas Day. You said pie. That's the number two answer. 13 people said it's not going to be good enough. You guys will not double your conservation donation. But luckily, Steve pitched a perfect game earlier, so we still had $1,500 going out this episode. You still get to choose where a $500 donation goes. So what's it going to be, Team Giannis? Does anybody on my team? Um, I get to do this quite often. I'm a, you know, if you look at the leaderboard over there. Oh wow! <laughs> no, but I'd like to just throw it to you guys if you guys have anything close to your heart uh, as far as conservation organizations. Yeah, that'd be a new one. Okay, like Maggie says sportsman for the boundary waters. And what do you like about that, Maggie? Why? Why is get that on the one? Mic. Why is that one important to you? Well, I'm a native Minnesotan, and I love the Boundary Waters. It's a great so, answer. There you go. $500 <laughs> going to Sportsman. First wilderness area ever designated. That's right. Sportsman mm. for the Boundary Waters. There's four. There's one of four. I know this for a fact. No, because the Gila predated the Wilderness Act. Well, fine. When the Wilderness Act was founded in 1964. You sure? Waters. No, I think the Gila, because the Gila was already there. Oh, Maggie. Join us next year. I'm talking about the Wilderness <laughs> I think that you're not correct. Join us next year for more Family Feud for our Christmas episode. We're going to bring it back for round three because Steve loves it so much. And join us next week for more Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. Dude, there's no way in hell I'm playing that next year, man. Because I'd have to know who the 100 people are.
Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing an electrical blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. These things are sweet because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. Go to 4patriots.com slash meat eater to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash meat eater. This show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp. It is a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that they need and that meets them where they are and helps them get through challenges. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible. It's simple to use. You can connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.